you see, looking up from the ground, blood-red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. <laughs> Dejin! Dejin! Uh, help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I want to help. I always had good two, intention. I one. did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. We're making a map today on the channel. You voted for it, so you get it. We're making a tavern. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Great GM! <laughs> now, if you haven't watched my video on the theatre of the mind, well, maybe you should look at that first. But if you are going to be using maps and running on a VTT, or perhaps you are fortunate enough to have one of those tables with a fancy TV screen in it, and if you don't, you can watch my video on how to make a not fancy table without a screen in it. Nonetheless, perhaps you have some kind of means of showing maps to your players, whatever that might be, then this video is going to be for you because we're talking about designing a tavern. Now, taverns are synonymous with role-playing. Whether it's a tavern, a cantina, a brothel, a inn, a diner, some place where the denizens of the world gather and chat in quiet hushed tones over drinks and where adventures start and end. We need to have this space locked down in our heads. Even if we are doing theater of the mind, we need to have a tavern layout so that when our players go in, there is something that they can expect. There is something they can rely on. There is something that you as the game master can expect and rely on. So it's pretty damned important to know about taverns, okay? I'm sorry, it's just a thing. It helps make role-playing easier and your life better as a GM. Yeah, I mean, who knew, right? Who knew? Well, I did, that's why I did this video. Anyway, here we go. We need a tavern map. Now, first and foremost, a tavern map needs to have a large space where people can gather, they can order food, they can order drinks, they can sit and they can discuss. 99% of the time, most of us like to gather in small little clustered groups where we can whisper and chat with one another in secrecy and keep our operations quiet from those around us. However, if it is a quick serve or it is some kind of mass eatery where there's just long tables and you're in and you're out, well, that also still requires a big space. So we need to start with a big space. Now, how big is big? Well, yeah, that's entirely up to you. The setting, the village, the location. If it's science fiction, it could be this, it could be that. Generally speaking, however, if you want a truly impressive space, you'll double volume it. So you'll have a ground floor and then you'll have a second level that looks down onto the ground floor. This creates a very dramatic, very dynamic kind of space because you're gonna have the player characters on a higher level looking down onto the baddies or vice versa. 
We're also going to need in this large space some kind of entertainment area. Generally speaking, in modern day taverns and things, what is it? It's walls and walls of television screens blasting out sports or news or weather. I, well, actually, I don't think it's ever done weather. But anyway, whatever it's blasting out, usually it's blasting something out and that's useful for us to have. However, it does not create that space for our entertaining, publicity-seeking, applause-mongering, bard-like character. The character who likes to think that they can perform well. So we need a little stage, a little something, a little area. Now those little stages, little somethings, little areas, either need a door leading off stage to changing rooms and preparation rooms, if it is a very large establishment and it might have dances or it might have bands and things, they don't like coming up from the front just up onto the steps onto the stage. They will want to come in through a door and a door will lead to a change room at least or a holding room or a storeroom, which also, by the way, will lead out onto the street because we don't want the entertainers having to come in through the front door and then go back and then come back. It just gets messy. We want them to be able to discreetly go out the back. So the tavern is already creating itself really, if you think about it. Once our entertainment area is done, we need a fireplace or a warming space. Now, obviously, if you're doing science fiction or if you're doing more modern types of stuff, the fireplace is less important as you've got things like central heating, etc., etc. In fantasy, however, fireplaces are absolutely critical. And most of the ruins that we have left from medieval structures and things, it's the fireplace. They were so well made, but also so central to the structure that they are often in places of significance. So we need to include fireplaces in our space if we have winter. If, however, you're drawing a tavern and you're in Central Africa, a fireplace would be the last thing that you would want to add. You may add cooking spaces, but that's something that we're gonna get to in a little bit. Hold your horses. Yes, I'm looking at you. Okay, so fireplace, trust me, put a fireplace in, it's always good. Okay, we then need a bar. I know this sounds ridiculously obvious, but folks, a bar comes with a few things. A bar or a counter of some kind is a demarcated no entry space. Player characters are not allowed on this side of the bar. They're not allowed to help themselves. And if they get on this side, it causes trouble. It is a trigger that happens even in real world. If you climb over a bar in the real world, you are in trouble, okay? So it is a universal no-go zone. But that also means they need to have some kind of cellar or underground hatch. Why underground? Well, traditionally, fridges didn't exist. Compressed gas cooling the air did not actually exist. We had blocks of ice and before then we just had cellars which were cooler than generally the rooms above them. So if it's a cellar that's fine. It could be an elevator down there, it could be a set of stairs down there, but it's behind the bar usually so that they can bring up stock without disrupting the customers. So we know that we need to have that. Now if you have got tables and your bar is going to serve food or your tavern is going to serve food, or your inn is going to serve food, and I know I keep mixing it up, but generally speaking, these are the areas that we use. You're going to need to have a kitchen, and a kitchen is going to have to have a storage or a pantry of some kind, and more importantly, more street access. This is the critical thing, is we are, without even trying, building in multiple entries, we're adding in much more interesting stuff than we normally would have. Now, that storage facility, the pantry, etc., etc., could be fairly large, it could be quite small, it could be split over multiple levels, it could even be a separate building, although that is very, very rare. Very, very uncommon to have that happen. So once you've got all of that in, you then can sit back and say, okay, I have a functioning space 
What else could I add to it? Well, generally speaking, you're going to need parking. And in the medieval days, that translated as stables, stable yards, where you'd have stable boys, and stable boys are going to need to stay in the stable loft, which is above the stable. You're going to need to have some kind of groomsmen, where there's a space for repairing tack and bridles and all that kind of stuff. There's a little room that's attached there. The stables themselves, each horse is going to have to have its own area. You're going to have to have a watering trough in each of those stables. Again, this is not stuff that I'm making up. This is just stuff that you get in these spaces because that's what you need. If it's modern or if it's sci-fi, you need parking. Underground parking? Is it shuttle parking on the left? Is it a teleportation gate that your people arrive through rather than through the front door? However your transportation works, the tavern is going to have to accommodate for it. Now, if you have airships or if you have griffins or pegasi, you're going to need a landing strip. Well, the roof is pretty good for doing that kind of stuff. No one who's riding a griffin is really going to want to ride in through town and try and find a little area down there. They can just land on the roof. That's pretty easy. But then you need access to the roof, which means you need a staircase that goes up there. Inside the tavern? Outside the tavern? Better if it's inside, keep your Patreons dry. Which means that perhaps your stable now for griffins is above, in which case it's a roost or an ape, not an apiary, a griffery. I don't know the right term. If you do, put it in the comments down below. Are they going to have accommodation? This is really the last big question. With accommodation comes a whole bunch of complications. And again, we don't have any choice in the matter. You're going to have to have rooms. They could be shared rooms where everyone sleeps in hammocks or on mattresses or straw or uh, pods. It could be if it's in the future. If it's private rooms, those private rooms need to have a bed. They need to have at least a table of some kind. I mean, I know there are certain hotel chains that you go to around the world that believe that a room can have a double bed and, and that's it and consider it useful. It's not. Be a better landlord. You need some chairs in there. You need some table or a table at least. A cupboard would be nice. A chest perhaps, depending on the genre, of course. But what comes with the requirement of rooms? Something to get rid of our bodily wastes with. We never talk about it in role playing. It's like, no, you, I do not want to know what your dwarf just left behind in that trench. No, don't tell me about that. Gross. But as game designers, and this is really what we're talking about when we are talking about building a tavern, we are designing a game space. We need to have an outhouse, a thunderbox, something out there that the player characters can rush out to to find the dead body stuffed into or crawling out of or destroyed by lightning strike. If it's internal, then that internal system needs to be put in place as well. It needs to have some kind of sewer access. Why? Well, because that's another point of entry into our tavern. It's another great role-playing opportunity for the player characters to be able to sneak in or out of. So by adding in toilets, it adds in a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Now, in real life, most toilets don't give you sewer access. If you try to climb down the pipe that leads to our sewer access here in our home, which is 130 years old, you'd need to be about that big because that's how big the pipe is. It's not actually practical. But we're dealing in a fantastic environment. So obviously they're going to have an access point for whatever reason, right? Just go with it. Just go with it. Not only do they need toilets, but they need some kind of washing facility. Could it be a sink with water in it that they draw from a little well that's in the courtyard? Perhaps it's pumped water in the kitchen that gets taken up in big buckets. It just adds to the stuff that you can add to your tavern. 
And if you put all of that in, you end up with a map that looks pretty much like this, which, by the way, you can go and download for free from dungeonfog.com. Go along to find my profile, Great GM, and you'll see their tavern map available to you at the time of this video to just copy, clone, and use in your own, uh, however you like doing it. That's one of the reasons why I love Dungeon Fog. Use the code GREATGM and you'll get a discount if you sign up for a year's subscription. I thoroughly recommend that you do. Anyway, right, so taverns. That is what you need for a tavern. Now, if you want to see more videos on this uh, vein in terms of what do you need when designing an X or a Y, let me know. Put it in the comments. That's the only way I know what you want to watch. Until next time, huge thank you to each and every one of you for watching all the way through the end. Big thank you for Dungeon Fog, who allowed me to use their software for this video. And to each and every single one of my wonderful patrons, I say thank you very much. And let's carry the conversation on in discord.gg forward slash greatgm. Come along and let's talk about some taverns that you built. Share your maps with us there and uh, reap the rewards of applause and adulation and perhaps some criticism, perhaps some useful criticism to make your map even better. Until next time, I wish you and yours the happiest of gaming.